Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you are new to the Master's Voice, I always would like to draw new visitors' attention to a few things to help you get the most out of the channel. The Master's Voice is available here on video, here and on a few different channels, such as BitChute, Rumble, and Brighteon. It's also an audio resource, and when you use the audio resources, you'll notice that you tend to go through the material a lot faster, which can be very helpful for you if you're a new viewer. I noticed that a lot of people have many questions when they come here, but I have clarified that I have been doing this for a very long time now, four years, almost going to five when we hit May in 2024. And therefore, a lot of questions that you might have as a new listener are easily answered once you get on the right track to where those answers are. So much of the material has been organized into playlists for you. And once you get to a playlist and you listen from the oldest video to the newest one, as you go, you will find a lot of the questions that you might have about particular topics being answered in these videos. So it really does work out better for you to make the investment of time and listen. If I've made the investment of time to make the videos for you, and the best thing you can do is listen. And as you go, God will answer a lot of questions for you, but God is not primarily sending me here for a question and answer session. The Lord has called me to bring out prophetic truths relevant to the end times so that the church of Jesus Christ will not be caught slacking, will not be caught asleep, will not be caught unawares when we begin to go into the times that the Bible has taught but Christians have not been properly taught and people outside the Christian faith do not even have any frame of reference for a lot of stuff that the Lord is warning his people about and is warning all mankind about. The time has come when the Lord has judged. God has reached judgment stage and that judgment is going to start at the house of God first. So it really behooves a Christian if you are new to this space, if you are new to what prophecy is, it doesn't really help you to be full with the questions and full with the valuations and full with the feedback. The best thing you can do for yourself is get stuck into a playlist, start listening, and as you go along, you will hear just how serious God is about the messages that he has sent me to deliver, and that time is not as far off as people think. So... I'm going to do two dreams. Um, one of them has definitely been pressing on my heart for a while. And these are very old dreams. These are dreams from 2016. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is the one who is stirring them up to remembrance because uh, these are just personal dreams. They're not dreams that I'm ever going to put in print on the master's voice. I don't think so. Uh, these are just personal dreams that God had been giving me to show me my daughter, the times are going to change. The times are going to be different. The times are not what you think they are, Celestial. And God was unveiling many strange things to me years ago. And I would always keep a good record. I, I always keep a good record of my dreams. So these dreams, I'm just trying to say that these dreams are not on the radar. It's December, 2023. These dreams are nowhere to mind, but they've just been coming up and coming up. And so I'm going to cover them and they will only be available in video. So the title of this dream is going to be UFOs and Aliens Skies Part 2. 
UFOs and Aliens Skies Part 2. And these dreams are from March and April 2016. And the reason that this dream is going to be called that is because in UFOs and Aliens, UFOs and Aliens, by the way, is a series. There are about 10 dreams or 13 dreams that all have the title UFOs and Aliens, with God showing me different aspects of the creatures, the hybrid beings that are called aliens. Aliens, a lot of people like to say, well, an alien is a demon and a demon is an alien and nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, an alien is not going to enter your body and possess it. An alien is not going to come inside a human being and possess it. The power that aliens have is considerable because they are supernatural creatures. They are hybrid creations of the devil that are a mix of amphibians and um, other types of reptiles and quite a few of them, quite a number of them, God says, we will be so terribly shocked when we find out that they, many of them contain human DNA. And that is because they have made it their, their plan, their protocol and their practice to invade the human species and steal human reproductive material. This is saliva. This is our reproductive products, semen and eggs. And they mix these things with themselves to create versions of themselves. And why are they doing it? Their work, their plan is to create versions of themselves that can blend with us because they look like us. So I'm not going to go into that in depth because all those things have been covered in the Supernatural series. There's two Supernatural series. One of them is Supernatural Giants, Nephilim, Fallen Angels, and the other one is simply called Supernatural series Aliens. There's about 13 videos, 13 different dreams that God gave me over, the, over a period of years to let us know that aliens are very different from demons or anything else that people think that they are. And the reason that they're called aliens is because God says it is not too far of a stretch to understand that if man knows a thing by a certain title, then that is what he is going to call it. God gave Adam the right to name things. Human beings don't call them hybrids. We call them aliens. And so since the time that I've been seeing them, which is when I was very young, I was about nine or 10 years old, not seeing them in real life, please understand, I've never had an alien encounter and thank God that I'm now grown and I know how to pray. And by his grace, those things shall be staved off until the time when they appear in the sky and no one can do anything about it. And then we will all have alien experiences but I've never experienced these things in real life. The Lord has always shown them to me either in a vision. This is when you are awake and you see pictures of God and they always come with spiritual understanding. The Holy, the, the Holy one, God, Yah will always explain what he is showing us. The understanding will come in your heart or he will speak to you after the vision or even during the vision so that you have understanding. So I've seen aliens in visions and I've seen aliens in dreams. And these dreams that I will share involve aliens. They also involve the peculiarities of the sky. So many people believe they know what the sky is. The sky is up there. It's where we get the weather. It's where we get the clouds. It's where Elon Musk is constantly shooting his little misdirected rockets. It's the sky. It's blue and it's always been there. 
but the sky is not as people think. As you listen to the Fallen Angel series, you will find, I think there's one dream there that called, that's called the angel and the sky. Just a moment, please. That prophecy is actually called the hole in the sky. And that is from May 16, 2020. And in that dream, I shared about one of the ways that the Lord revealed to me that the sky is not what we think it is, that it actually can open. And in that dream, an angel came down to earth and it was right here down on earth with us manifesting in a plume, a great pillar of fire. And I said that in that dream, there was a great event coming and not everybody knew about the event. Only certain people knew about this event. And I was one of those people. And I said that I was not going to miss that event for anything. I said that I'm going to be there. I'm going to see this event. And so people had gathered about 40, 50 people in the apartment complex where I lived, um, from you know surrounding complexes and we were all outside and it was great ex excitement and then this angel showed up and everyone became amazed by this thing because it was shaped as a man in white standing in a very majestic posture inside a great pillar of fire and people were amazed ooh ah and we're focusing on that but very few of us i know i was paying attention and the sky opened up i said it opened up in a small diamond shape Yes. Okay. So it opened up in a small diamond shape like this. Just imagine a diamond shape, please. Okay. There we go. Something like that. It opened up in the diamond shape and then the shape was small. And then it began to expand, 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 expand until there was a massive diamond shaped hole in the sky. And into that hole, you could see another dimension. You could see another realm, but most people were so amazed by this blatant angelic display taking place on the ground that they were focused on that. But I was looking at the hole in the sky and I was seeking the Lord passionately in my heart in prayer to know what is this phenomenon by which the sky has opened? Is this of you God or is this of something else? And so Perhaps it is no accident that this prophecy about the hole in the sky has come to my mind because it is replicated in the vision that I had at 7 a.m. on the 30th of March, 2016. And so let us begin with that. So I was lying in bed, looking straight ahead. I was awake when suddenly the night sky appeared before me. So you wake up and you're seeing the house. Maybe you're seeing the ceiling. You're seeing whatever it is in the bedroom. But in no time at all, the Lord started a vision and the ordinary view of the house vanished to be replaced by the night sky. And in the night sky, I saw a perfect circle appear and I was looking at it and it was far, far away. So the night sky is dark. We know that perhaps with stars or not, but a perfect circle appeared far, far away. So at a far distance in perspective from me, deep blue, this, the circle was not just a flat, it wasn't flat dimensional. It appeared almost tunnel like as if here's the sky. And then I'm seeing a tunnel into the sky that was deep blue. And as I watched lightning flashed inside that circle, and I saw a distant city that was made all of steel and metal flash 
within the circle. And so I was amazed at seeing this. You know, you're, you're awake and you're perhaps thinking, how do I get started in the day? And then the Lord will just suddenly take over your senses, your, your, um, your audio, your visual. He will just come in because he is supreme and he has all the power. So he will just interject and superimpose a different reality prophetically to show me things. And so lightning flashed in that circle and I saw a steel constructed city. And some time later, I think this would be in 2020, I actually had a dream that was exclusively about that city. And the prophecy is called the wrong city. And that is a dream that I had either in 2020 or 2021. And you can find it on the master's voice. So as I was pondering what I had seen, because the circle went black and then it blacked out and it was either the sky or it blacked out and it blended with the sky without closing. So as I was laying there pondering, what have I seen, you know, and I kept staring forward to see if the room is going to come back. Will the room come back? But the room did not come back. Instead, that circle appeared again. But this time, instead of there being a city inside that circle, what I saw were about five or six hexagonal craft know what a hexagon is, it has the sides. What I saw about five or six hexagonal crafts and they were lit up around the top, exactly the way UFOs look. So instead of being round, they were the shape of a hexagon and all around the top, there were lights. And as soon as I saw that, I knew these are UFOs. These are not anything else, not weather balloons or anything else that they tell us. These are UFOs, but they were the strangest UFOs that I've ever seen because they had dangling legs. They had dangling legs the, exactly the way if you hold a lobster and the legs dangle or a crab, they had dangling legs that ended in claws. They were hexagons around the body area. And each one had three or four dangling legs hanging straight down in an attitude of rest. They looked like the steel claw that you use to lift debris at a construction site, or I've described them in other prophecies are as when you go to the fair and you have that big glass case that is full of stuffed animals and girls always want the guy that they're with to play the game and then win the chance to get a stuffed animal out with that claw. This is what these objects had. And when they appeared in that circle, they looked as if they were traveling across a distant galaxy. That is how they looked. But I had the understanding in my heart that they were going to come to that circle and come through the circle into our dimension. So they were traveling as if traveling to wherever the circle actually was. And I knew that they were about to enter through the circle that was in the middle of the sky. And I was staring in amazement. And then the circle blacked out again. And I was still laying there and thinking, am I seeing this? Am I really seeing this? And then the entire sky lit up with lightning. As you're listening, please understand that these things don't appear in the dream for color. God does not put details into spiritual dreams for color and ambience and things like that. You're seeing lightning, you're hearing about UFOs. Please understand people of this earth, 
that the time of the UFOs is going to be accompanied by unbelievable lightning storms. Do not let the lying weather people, the lying NASA and the lying liars with the lies that they tell, tell you, oh, we're being blessed with increasing numbers of electrical storms because the west wing is closer to the east wing and there's a there's a, a storm rising and there's a low front and a no the earth is simply going through her pains because these creatures are coming and bothering her stability they are messing with the division between the dimensions and as they come Earth is going to be trying desperately to signal her people that all is not well with her. Solar flares are one thing that's going to happen a lot. And another thing are electrical storms, the things that we call lightning storms. Those are going to increase. And so that is why I was seeing the lightning coming. When these things are coming, these ships they're going to be bringing almost their own sort of atmosphere with them. They're going to be bringing almost their own sort of I don't know, force field. I'm not a UFO expert. I'm just here speaking faithfully of what I have seen. One thing I'm an expert in, I'm an expert in recording what Jesus Christ has to say, what Jesus Christ has to show, and bringing it out to the full extent of whatever gifts of memory and speaking that he has given me. And so um, I was wondering if what I'd seen was real but in front of me the vision was continuing and the sky was cracking with lightning but at this time the circle was really gone so to my left i saw the night sky pitch black and to my right the ships had come through it was 16 ships with dangling legs no longer inside the dimension that they were in making their way toward the circle that circle is a portal. That circle is the same opening that I have spoken of and saying what a terrible shock it was to dream in 2015 and see Nephilim in the sky standing in burning portals. I said it was as if the sky was burnt away the same way you would take a cigar and put it on a tablecloth made of plastic and the tablecloth just burns away and moves back to reveal a hole and you can see the wood beneath. The sky is like that. The sky is malleable. The sky has dimensions. To us, it may look like this, flat. You flip it around and there's us on this side, the side closer to my right, and room, space. That space between these two is a dimension and there can be another behind it there can be another behind it like that. So they had come out and they were now here on our side, 16 ships with the dangling legs hanging right in the sky that I was looking at before I ever saw that deep blue um, circle. So dark sky here and the sky is a bit more cloudy here. So a split sky, not full black across. It's now very dark pitch black on the left side and on this side, it's gray cloudy with more light. So don't expect for us to always see perhaps the same weather you might see in the end times because the Lord says that the weather will become extremely unpredictable, extremely unstable. God says that we will have summer, fall, and winter in the same day. Weather people will become redundant. 
hear it and understand it now. So when you start to see the weatherman getting it wrong more and more and then going, <laughs> we thought it would be sunny, but we've now got 50 inches. They're not making mistakes. They're getting it wrong because our system, our earthly system will be highly affected by things that will be moving closer and closer to us and the weather will completely be broken. There's a prophecy on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. It is called Broken Weather. If you go to the blog, anytime you're searching for the titles of these prophecies, simply scroll down to the bottom, way, way down into the blue field. And then there's a search box there. Put the phrases in broken weather. Put the phrases in UFOs and aliens, skies, and the prophecy will come up. And then you can read and vet for yourself what the Lord has said. And so the sky was double. It was black, but it was also heavily cloudy on the other side. Like a thunderstorm was brewing, and then the room vanished. So the room I'm in, the room I'm laying in at 7 a.m. in the morning vanished, and I find myself dressed for action. There's no room anymore. I'm in a different place. These visions and these dreams are so real that sometimes when I come out of them, I'm thinking, what happened? Was I really there? Lord, what did I just see? What did I just experience in this dream? because everything is so real. The room vanished and I was dressed for action. So I was wearing either jeans or dark, wa dark wash khakis, sneakers, TV, and a jacket. And I was in some town. This is a town I did not know. And in that town, extraterrestrial life had entered our atmosphere and it was approaching to land. And I had that realization and I set off running. And so once I left the door of the room that I was in, so I ran through a door and when I ran through the door is not the rest of the familiar house that I lived in at the time. I found myself in a warehouse of some kind and I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to let you know that I've had a series of dreams in which human beings are living in barns or warehouses or specially constructed communities. So under the community, you will find the school, you will find the post office, you will find people's jobs, you will find streets, you will find cars, you will find everything. But it's under something. This is not the sky, this is not the firmament or don't. It's like a closed community. I just call it barns. It always comes into my heart. I'm in a dream with the barns. And so it was a very high vaulted ceiling, heavily reinforced with crisscrossing steel beams across the entire structure. It is exactly as sometimes when people have exposed brick in their house, as we do here in New York City, people love these apartments that have exposed brick on one wall. In these barns, it's not as if the metal structure or the metal reinforcements are built and then covered over with wood to give a finished appearance. You can actually see all the steel reinforcements arcing up at the top of the structure and on the sides. And the walls were tan and made of plank or some other kind of heavily reinforced wood. And so there was a large portion of the town and the townspeople, the grocery store I saw, other shopping I saw, and people were moving about in these shops unconcerned, which confused me because I was thinking, well, when did people get used to living under barns? When did we start building the buildings and the post office and other things under these covered barns? What does this mean? Because there were streets there was traffic lights and there was everything else 
under the barn. And so I was trying to find someone that I knew obviously to get some context or just to ask some questions, but I didn't know a single person in that place. And I also was not getting a good view of people's faces. All I knew was this is America. These are Americans, but I didn't know where I was. And so I left the store and I went back to, I went into a store and then I came back out into the bigger barn area and I started to make myself make my way to what I just will call the edge. So I could not see any exits of this place at that time, but I just thought, let me get to the edge and let me try and see what's going on. And so I started to follow a particular path and very soon the path started to go around in those circles that you find at the parking garages. Now, you know, at the parking garages, they have different levels. They can be six, seven, even 10 or 12 levels high. So to go and park at the very top, you kind of drive around in a circle to park there at each level, and then you come back down. And so I soon saw myself going around in those circles, like at the parking garages, going down on an incline. And as I was moving, I suddenly came upon a large mass of people moving too. So they all seemed to be moving down from whatever level of the town I was at, going around in circles to go down. And they were being almost as if they were being herded. And I found myself a part of this herd, but I felt very distinct from this crowd. At no point I thought, oh, I'm here with these townspeople. I'm with them. I felt, no, I'm separate from these people. I'm a part. I'm only observing them. And then as we came near to the exit, so we'd gone down quite a few levels. As we came near to the exit, there was no exact shading between this barn place and outside. And I was able to look outside. And what I saw is steel tridents that had burst out of the earth and they were rising up towards the sky. And there was no limit to how tall they could grow. Please understand Anyone who has ever seen this Aquaman, um, Nephilim, or if you know him from your older study as Poseidon, the sea god, you know that he carries a very massive trident, has a long pole, and then at the top is three prongs like this. It has three prongs, and the middle prong is much taller than the other two, and that's his weapon of choice. That is his scepter, his rulership weapon, Poseidon, or in his brand new um, modern Nephilim form, he's called Aquaman. That's probably what the young people know him as. And so I saw steel tridents bursting out of the earth and growing up. And it wasn't just one or two or five or six. They were growing up in a massive cluster, just like a forest. And some would grow and stop, and then another would grow next to it and go very high up towards the sky. So it was giving an impression of different skyscraper tridents next to each other. They were everywhere. And because there were so many of them and because they were in such close proximity to each other, lightning kept striking and striking and striking in the midst of those tridents. Massive electrical interference and so much lightning going off. And I just knew, okay, there is a full scale alien invasion going on right now. And from the look of how many of these things had burst out of the ground and grown out of the ground, I thought this thing is ongoing or it's almost complete. And I have to speak up and I have to warn these people. I'm going to pause here and I'm going to say that among the alien prophecies, the new, 
um, UFO prophecies, I have mentioned that I have had dreams that there are alien ships under the ground and we will only know when they begin to break their way out from under the ground. So not only is the sky not what we think, but the ground is not what we think. I remember, I've shared in the prophecy before, that the first time I watched War of the Worlds, the recent one, the one with Tom Cruise and his children escaping, and I saw the ships breaking out from the ground, I was, I was really frozen with shock and fear because what came to my mind is not just, oh, I'm sitting and I'm watching a movie. What I thought is these people who made this movie know about these things. They must know about these things because why else would they put them so perfectly in the movie? These people must know that these ships are under the ground. And I also shared that I, I was puzzled for a long time, even after I saw that movie and the things would... The, the ship that I saw would, was coming out diagonally from the ground. So it was rising up to the surface of the ground as if the time for them to come out had come. And they were breaking up long established buildings. They were coming up under cities and breaking up the sidewalk that had been there forever, breaking up the buildings. It's not like a city just comes up overnight. It takes decades to build a city, to build the skyline the way it is. So the question that always puzzled and confused me was, Lord, what time did these ships have to get under the ground? At what time, at what point would these things have entered the ground if we've been living on top of them for so many years, some decades, some hundreds of years? London is a very old city. It may have become more and more modern as it made money and New York too, but these things didn't spring up overnight. And I shared that one day I was sleeping and I suddenly woke up. I suddenly woke up right in the middle of the night and I stared directly out of the window and the Lord gave me a vision. And I saw as it were stars falling from the sky. I saw as it were, first it started off as stars falling from the sky. And then it turned into what looked like a very long tube, a glass tube. And at the top was metal and at the bottom was metal. So it looked exactly like a very long kind of, not exactly a test tube. I will just call it a tube that had metal at the top and metal at the bottom. And inside was these horrible looking versions of the fallen angels. You could see that it was an angel in there, but it was not the stereotypical, beautiful white wings, glowing, radiant face type that people are used to. It was them and their wings were all hunched. And I think some of them were metal and the thing was falling to the ground. And I watched as it fell to the earth and this tube went seamlessly into the earth, just seamlessly into the earth. And by that, the Lord gave me the understanding that they have been under the ground next to forever, that this falling, falling business, it is not only that the angels fell and they fell into the seas and things like that, or came and then everybody knows the Enoch narrative. Oh yes, 200 of them gathered on Mount Hermon. No, no. These so-called small L, small L lords, not large Lord, but small L lords are so, so, so old. And so I saw that they had come down and they are under the ground. 
And these things that whatever it is that they traveled in, it will, it will come back out. It will come back out no matter who says that Genesis 6 is about the sons of Seth marrying women who were bad girls. Better upgrade that understanding really quick. And so I saw them coming out from under the ground, these forks, and they were causing terrible electrical interference, lightning storms, and I knew this alien invasion is happening and I need to warn these people, and I started screaming. I was trying to make my way to the front of the line and I was screaming and I said, look, simply look at that. This is real. They're real. Don't go down there. Don't go down any further. Do not go into what's out there. Look. And I pointed with all my, my might towards the place that I had seen the tridents because please bear in mind, it was still largely dark outside in this dream. And as I pointed to where, towards where I had seen the forks, lightning obligingly struck at that moment and the entire forest of tridents was lit up and people were aghast. People were in total shock to see such a sight, such an otherworldly sight painted here on this earth, on the land of their town. And then while they were shocked, I pushed my way through them and I went right down to the apex of the slope. I went right down to where the flat flooring would dip and finally give them access to outside. And I had a flashlight. I pulled out a flashlight from my backpack and I began to shout, turn, turn, turn this way. And I was pointing to my right hand side. So I was pointing them to safety to go to the right-hand side, to stay on this same level, but simply move off to the right to safety. And as I was doing this, many people began to turn away from the outer slope that would take them outside and to divert to the right-hand side of the holding area. But equally, many people pushed past me and continued left towards the exit. A lot of these people were men, which does not surprise me in any way because a lot of the people who don't want to listen now are men. You can turn to the right and be saved as God's sheep or go to the left along with the goats. A lot of the people were men, but some were women and some were teens. And they didn't just walk out, but they made sure to stop and look at me like I were, was crazy or to give me looks of disdain. Or some of them were shaking their heads and stuffing their hands in their pockets. And some just looked straight ahead and ignored me and went that way. And the curve of the slope going to the left was so steep that after just a few seconds, they were completely out of my sight. And I had the feeling, the understanding, I can't save these people. I can't help these people because they've condemned themselves to their own fate, because they are stubborn and because they refuse to turn. Please remember that just perhaps a week ago, I shared a prophecy from the Lord. I think the dream was December the 5th or December the 6th, and it's called A Storm is Coming. And I said in that dream that I was really working hard to scrub off a very massive area that the Lord had given me. And at first I thought I was in a gymnasium, but as I was scrubbing the filth off the walls in that, the areas that I cleaned began to leak water and then the water began to fill. And then I realized that I was in a massive and deep pool. And eventually enough water was bursting through and that water swirled me around and began to carry me in a kind of funnel shape 
rising up towards the sky, which I said was a dome that looked as if it was about to crack and loose water that was behind that, behind that surface, behind that dome. And I said that in that prophecy, I was singing a song and the song was, why didn't you listen? Why didn't you listen to me? I told you, I told you so. The storm is coming. The flood is coming. The flood is here. But why? Why didn't you listen to me? In these end times, you literally will choose your own ending. You will choose how you end up. You will choose where you end up. Many people respond to these prophecies and they say, but what am I to do? Every person, when confronted with outcomes that are greater than us, what is the natural thing to do? It is to go to the God who is greater than the outcome, to seek his face in prayer, to repent of sin, to make sure that your ears are clean and your heart is open to be able to hear God. A compromised life, which includes being stubborn, which includes being proud, which includes being a mocker and saying that this woman is off her medication, as I often hear. You will find out that the medication that you thought I was off was truth in the end times. And it was your very soul that you were playing whack-a-mole with, your very soul that you were willing to put on the altar of pride and burn to a cinder because you would not listen. It was Americans in these dreams. They would not listen. They went outside to that stuff that was out there and they were quickly out of sight. I couldn't see them anymore and I had no more responsibility to warn those people anymore. And then those who were on the right began to go through a very dark hallway. Christians, I did say that God puts nothing in these dreams for ambient lighting. The future ahead is uncertain. The only thing that is certain in the future ahead is the fact that Jesus Christ never fails is the fact that Jesus Christ himself is the light. He is the brightness of heaven. He is the light that is in heaven. They have no need of bulbs there, nor sun. The sun of righteousness risen with healing in his, winds, in, in his wings. He is the light of heaven. He is the light of this world that shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. We will go through a dark time. Anyone who is expecting a Kumbaya ending Please read your Bible, Revelation 6, Matthew 24, things like that. Mark 13, Luke 21, they will bring you back to soberness. So we were moving forward through a dark hallway and I was still trying to reach people. I was still standing at that apex as the people that I had managed to get to safety had turned and had now entered into a dark hallway and they were making their way forward but I was not being able to influence people fast enough. And so I saw a lady who looked like she knew what she was doing. She wasn't moving with the crowd. She was standing and I thought this might be someone of authority. This was a platinum blonde. You will remember the recent prophecy where the Lord spoke about the porcelain, the glass lady and warned about that. So as you can see, this is a recurring theme. It's not made up by me, the Lord is showing it. This lady was dressed exactly like the people who are equestrians, horse riders. She was dressed so well. She had on cream pants and tan boots. She had on a silky blouse in cream and her platinum blonde hair was done up into a very chic bun. And I ran to this lady and I said, please, please just look. What is outside is not earthly. And it's not here for our good. Help me. 
to gather these people. Help me to direct them. I was pleading with this woman and the woman was having absolutely no expression. She was having no response. I've spoken of this woman before. Well, this is the dream that she is from. She was having no expression and he t she tilted her head curiously and she was looking at me and a part of me was very frustrated because I was thinking this is an urgent matter and I'm asking for your help and you're acting and looking at me like I'm a cockroach. And then all of a sudden, sound disappeared, light disappeared, all the people disappeared. That lady put me and her in a totally sealed off type of echo chamber situation. All the people around us disappeared. The vista that we could see outside with the forks disappeared, everything. It was just me and this lady and sound vanished. And then she looked at me and she went, so remember I'm telling her there's something otherworldly outside. It's not here for our good. It's going to harm people. I need to get these people to safety. Will you help me? And all she says is so instantly, I know this is not a human being. This lady, whoever she is, no matter how human she looks, she is affiliated with whatever it is that has come out of that hole. And I started running. I started running down another path. And unfortunately, the path I ran, it came straight to construction. It came to about a hundred foot drop. And as I was running, I was doing what I always do in these dreams when I'm running. I was praying. I was calling on my father who never fails. God, please help me. Please save me. Please protect me from this woman. I run down some hall and it ends in a cliff, a hundred foot drop. And at the bottom, there are iron pipes. Perhaps the construction was not finished or whatever it is. There's iron pipes soldered, soldered to the ground, poles bolted to the ground, poking straight up, just waiting to pierce the guts of whoever is unwise enough to fall in there. But I got to the edge of that drop and I did not hesitate. I did not stop. What was in my heart, God gave me courage. And I, as I jumped over the edge, what was in my heart was, then God let me die because I will not let these people, quotation marks, I will not let these people catch me and I will not serve them. And I leapt off the edge of that hallway. And I had the sensation of falling very fast. I was falling very fast, had the sensation of falling several stories and that horrible feeling you have in the pit of your stomach when you're falling, like surely I'm going to die, but I never hit the ground. I fell. And then when I was coming down to where there was danger, I just disappeared. But what was even more amazing is not that. You could, you could brush it off and you could say, oh, it was just a dream and that's how God was helping you. But I'm here to let you know. And some people already know because you have these same types of dreams that there is going to be otherworldly stuff going on in the end times. Sound, time, space, human capabilities will not be the same. It will not be the same. Many different things will be affected. For instance, you who are with the creatures now, you are out in the great unknown in the world of clubbing and hooking up with strange men. Do not be surprised when your boyfriend starts disappearing from the photographs. Do not be surprised when you take a picture with him and he looks one way through the lens, but then when the picture come out, comes out, he doesn't look right. Do not be surprised. As these dimensions are melding, what looks normal to us will not be normal anymore. That is the best way that I can put it.
There's many ways to interpret the scripture. Eye has not seen and ear has not heard. Our eyes will see what we never saw before. Our ears will hear what doesn't sound plausible. What sounds like it belongs on the history channel, ancient aliens version. We will see it. So I jumped off. I was falling like a rock and then I suddenly disappeared. God had heard my prayer, but what was even more startling is the woman did not hesitate. She jumped off after me, but instead of falling like a rock, she felt extremely controlled. She felt exactly the way skydivers fall, holding their arms up like this and their legs bent at the back like this. She fell as if she was skydiving and brought herself down in a controlled fall. And she was searching all around that pitch black place. There's no lights in that place where I fell. That woman had no trouble peering around looking for me. She looked and looked and looked. And then she pulled out something that I said I've seen in the prophecies. And I spoke about it in the prophecy that is called the UN fighting forces of the future. She spoke into something like a watch and she was very grim. And she said, we've got an outlaw, find her. And then whoever she was talking about started spread out and started looking for me. And so, um, this is just the dream that I saw, uh, that the sky will open at some point and that things that are not, they are not on another planet. It's late and I'm not going to hit my neighbor's wall again to demonstrate what a dimension is. All I will say is if you're a new person and you live in a building and you live on the fifth floor in apartment 501 and you have a neighbor who's joined to you in the annex, the other side, apartment 502, the two of you share a wall. You are on the same floor, fifth floor, one in 501, one in 502, and you can probably hear all the sounds from 502 if they're very noisy and they're in the same plane as you. They're just separated by a wall. And so the time is going to come when the sky is going to give way and things that are not of us and not among us are going to come among us. And I will briefly go over the second dream from April, 2016. This dream is from April 29th, 2016. And we can simply, I will simply refer to it as the funnel in the sky. I've spoken of the sky and I've said that the sky can crack. I saw that in the dream that is entitled the silver mist. The sky cracks exactly like when a, a glass has a jagged crack in it, but it hasn't opened yet. So the sky cracked. It was like this. And I saw it crack all the way from the side that is nearest to me all the way over to the other side. It cracked and then it shattered and a mist began to leak into the world. And that mist, when it came into the world, it was silver, but then it began to eat people. And the more souls it took, the more life it took, it became pitch black because it was pregnant with the amount of people that it killed. And I said that I saw in that dream, the power of prayer, the power of knowing how to plead the blood of Jesus, and the power of controlling and crushing the impulse to sin in your life. People ran into my room, my bunk, my shelter, whatever you call it, but they brought in sin with them. And when they brought sin into my space, 
the door of my room, God showed me the door of my room became corrupted. A hole appeared in the integrity of my door. And that thing, that living thing, it will be living things, some with bodies and some without bodies that will come. God is so serious about this thing that you can find this mentioned in the prophecy that is called the days of darkness. I only have one message on the days of darkness that will come. You can even find it in the one hour long live prophecy that is called war is coming. Imagine the Lord is prophesying about war. He's prophesying about nations falling. He's prophesying about a coming refugee crisis to the world. And I suddenly begin to say, the sky is opening. I see the sky opening and in ancient darkness, ancient creatures are coming into the world. This goes to show you that the prophet, the spirit of prophecy is living and it moves from topic to topic, to topic, to topic. And there is nothing that I can do about it. I cannot affect it. I only speak the different vistas that I see before my eyes. A prophecy about war and human things suddenly went off into, I see something coming. It is leaking into the world. I saw a leak. There was a leak that developed in the world and darkness came with it and it killed many people. And I have constantly been warning here that the reason it killed many people is because when you tell people stay indoors, some people here go outside, go outside in the rain. That's what some people hear. And so many people died from lack of listening, heeding, obedience. And you see it just here in the dream I just described. So you know that this is not just mere human nature. It is human nature weaponized, stubbornness, deliberately hearing information and then saying, I will cast it off to do my own thing. So this dream, I've never forgotten this dream. I dreamt that I, I was at some really nice open air event. So something was happening here in America. Again, I don't know where I was because we don't have this kind of stuff in New York, lots of open space and conventions and stuff like that. There were hundreds and hundreds of people at something like a convention, like a fair, and they were dotted all over this very lovely grassy area that kind, that kind of had a hill on one side. So people were out in full force, the family, the kids, the dogs, lovers, couples, everybody was out young and old on a beautiful bright day. There was food, entertainment, and everybody was just having a great time. And then suddenly there came an announcement we have a surprise for you. We have a very big and grand reveal for you. Everybody, please sit down on the ground, find a place, get comfortable. There's a great surprise for you all. So please sit down. So I'm watching and people are sitting down and I was at this place by myself. So I wasn't there with company. I'm watching people sitting down and I'm thinking, well, you know, why don't I sit down too? And I began to seat myself. So I'm on the way down. I haven't sat down yet. And suddenly a massive spiraling sinkhole appeared in the sky. The quickest way that I can give you a visual of this, because some people are only listening, they're not watching the video, so they might not be able to see the movements of my hands. I want you to imagine when you have a full tub and you pull the drain 
And it's not just an ordinary drain, but it's one of those industrial grade drains, the kind that really have the power to suck the water down. The water will immediately form a funnel over the place where the the drain is. And if you were to look, if it's clean water, you would actually be able to see something like a funnel, a swirling funnel like that. The sky did that. The sky had just a few light, fluffy clouds. But as the funnel formed, the sun went away. It was as if you begin to stir a bed, gathering the bed sheets slowly, slowly, slowly into a rope. So the sky began to go round and round and round. And then when it had gathered enough momentum, it began to pull itself down like a funnel coming down to the people seated down there. And the first thing I noticed about those people is that they did not move at all anymore. They were staring up at the sky exactly like frozen deer, exactly like lemmings, and they were not afraid. Everyone was wearing an expression of extreme anticipation. But the thing is that they weren't moving anymore. They were stuck. And so this sinkhole appeared in the sky, a furious funnel with the bottom pointed down towards the earth. And then it began to spin faster and faster to the point that it was drawing the heavy clouds that had formed into its orbit. And the whole sky looked like a pencil was grabbing it up as soon as that funnel formed. As soon as the funnel formed, a horrible feeling of nausea, dread, and vertigo came into me. This feeling was so strong that it wasn't only in my shocked, frozen, in a crouch body that I felt it. I felt it in my sleeping body on the bed. A horrible drop feeling in the pit of the stomach. And I leapt to my feet. Whatever I had on me in a swift movement, I had that stuff and I was off and running for dear life as fast as momentum would carry me. Meanwhile, back there, not a single other person had broken posture. They were all seated and staring in the same posture that they had been told when they first started to notice the sky. And so I got to my house and I started to barricade it the windows, the doors. I was frantic. I wanted everything locked and shut, but I did not work fast enough. Pretty soon, the first members of that crowd appeared at my home and they came to the door and they began pushing and pushing and pressing on it as I was in the house having closed windows, but I was literally cursing myself because I had no boards or anything to put across my windows. I was so angry and I was just thinking, what will I do? What will I do? I have to seal my house. And so this mob was now trying to press their way in. And the only way that I can describe these people is single-minded. They were all moving as if they all had one mind. So it's not as if The kind of commotion that you can imagine happened at the door of Lot. One person beating and going, we saw those men go in there and another person going, yeah, bring him out. Silent. Not a word is coming out of these people. And even though there's a door and a wall, I'm just seeing, I'm seeing through, I'm seeing this mob outside. Silent. And all they're doing is they're just pressing and pressing, pressing against the wall and pressing against the door and pressing until finally... 
they were able to come against my front door that it gave weight, just the sheer weight of them. They were able to come against the front door that they, it gave way. And then they began to shuffle, shuffle, shuffle into the house. So you can imagine this type of dream. And, and one of them, it was a black lady. Hear this well. It was a black lady in the front and she was coming and her hands were stretched out. And I was so terrified that I just bit that lady's finger. I bit it plain up to the knuckle because it was coming near me. And I don't know, it was a dream. I just bit her finger and the finger came right off. It just dropped off like old dead meat. So there wasn't any biting the way you would bite a living person and there would be pulling of sinew and tendons, nothing like that. It just came right off just like your average zombie finger and it was dead. It was gray there. There was no blood that flowed from the womb, from the wound. And I was just horrified. And I spit this finger out and I'm sharing at this woman, staring at her in shock, like, what is wrong with you? And this is what she said. That doesn't hurt us anymore. We've been changed. This type of thing. And by that, I instantly knew that she meant physical attacks, violence, she said, it doesn't make us feel pain anymore. And they kept shuffling and shuffling towards me. And I woke up out of desperation. So the real star in this dream, as in the other one, is the sky. The title of the prophecy you are listening to is UFOs and Aliens, Skies, Part 2. I've spoken of the sky before, the shape of it as biblically that it is a firmament, it is a dome with waters outside it, and the normal water that we know, atmospheric water, lakes and rivers and the seas underneath, below it, exactly as it is described in Genesis chapter 1. But that is not all the sky can do. I've shared in that first prophecy and in this one that the sky contains dimensions towards us flat, but when you shape it, compartmentalized, probably piled up one against another. And there are inhabitants in the sky, as you have heard in this prophecy, and they will be announcing themselves and they will be coming forward when the time is right, when the timing of these things favors them, there will be no reason for them to hide. When there is no more restraint holding them back, then indeed more and more reports will start coming out. Let's put it that way. I shared in one of the prophecies, you'll probably hear it if you go and listen to the Supernatural series, where I said that God says that the time will come when the dispatch will not just hear, there's a strange guy in the front yard. Dispatch will not just hear, there's an old lady whose purse got robbed. Dispatch will not even just hear, the bank just got robbed by guys who were carrying their own armored truck. Dispatch will start to hear that there is a 14-foot hairy man on the porch. He is so tall that my yard sensor lights have stopped picking him up because they're not perceiving him once he went above five or six or seven feet. The Lord says that we, we will hear things on the 911 calls that will make the 911 people quit. They will get PTSD. They will say, this job is not for me. They will say there's no pay package that can make me stand here. 
because the caller on the phone is screaming and there is howling of a wolf in the background. The Lord says that the cops will come and people will insist that they saw what they saw. They will begin to describe otherworldly things and the cops will say, you know that it's a crime to waste police time. And then the people will say, you know that it's a crime to not take an accurate report of what I'm telling you, me and my wife and my son and all the neighbors saw coming down from the sky. It will be a battle of, can we believe this? Do we believe this? And God is saying that if you are forewarned in knowing that these things exist, you can then begin to take up the protection that is necessary against them. First and foremost, believing what the Holy Spirit is revealing to us, the end times generation, that we are not alone here on this earth, that there are things that we do not understand. There are things that for now continue to defy God's leadership. This is where a lot of people get stuck. They think for God to be God, everything has to be obedient. And yet humanity itself is not obedient. So why would God force the werewolves and the Nephilim to be obedient? You, his child, that say you are his child, are not obedient. You don't listen. You challenge everything. You just say, I don't believe it. So why do you want a wolf, a mermaid, an alien? These are declared outlaws. They wear their rebellion on their chest. I pledge allegiance to Satan, my creator. If the Lord doesn't force us, humanity, with our free will to be obedient. Why do you want the known outlaws, the Zimzumim, the Rephaim? Why do you want the giants of old to be obedient? And why do you think that it means that Jesus Christ cannot be Lord and there still be defiance in the earth? He tolerates you, so he will tolerate them. It is all one and the same. The time for judging the transgressors will come and hell has been prepared for the devil, his angels, and everybody else who wants to go there. It is all free will. They have their will and they have made no pretense about who they are and who they serve. They work in hand in hand with these governments. Don't think if Mexico, Mexico is bringing out a little coffin and say, we found this little coffin with this perfectly preserved alien. Do you think they found that last Thursday? Do you think they found that this year when they finally decided to confess? They've always had it. They've always known. As America is beginning to streamline and bring out her own confessions, oh, we have tape, oh, we have visual of our guys in a dogfight with this and that. They've had these things before TV had color. Now it's expedient for the truth to come out. And now you will find in your country that they will start to bring out so-called archival footage. They've been sitting on it because the time was not right. I've shared here on this channel that God says that this America, I'm not speaking of Canada, I'm not speaking of anywhere else. This USA, the Lord says that this country made a covenant with these creatures in the past. A covenant is a sworn promise with two or more parties that fully understand what's on the table. And God says that for access to technology, for access to weaponry, for access to knowledge, 
America gave these creatures the right to come and live on the soil with us and operate in the society. Go and look at the prophecy that is entitled hiding in plain sight, aliens among us. There is witness protection for aliens here. The ones that look like us are allowed to be outside. They have businesses. They marry people. They, they babysit the kids of the people at the Pentagon because they are supposedly gentle, meaning that they have human-like proclivities. They will not take your child and rip your child piece from piece. They will bake cookies and give it to your child as your child does homework in the kitchen of their bakery. Go and listen to that prophecy and see the stunning revelations that God has given me in my lifetime. And I am now sharing with you at his request, no, command. But in that prophecy, the Lord says that America has aliens in custody that have made no secret of their desire to kill humanity. The Lord says they have openly expressed their desire to kill human beings. And so those ones are held deep, deep under the ground in bunkers, and they are never allowed to see the light of day. They're held under, I guess, mass control, mass incarceration, something like that because they have clearly shown that they are dangerous. They have clearly shown that they want to kill people. God has told me, I have shared here, you can find it in the prophecy that is called the gray aliens of the future, that these particular ones with the big eyes and the leathery looking foul sulfurous gray stench, their skin is so stenchy. They are so stenchy. People wonder, well, are, are they mating with us? No, they do not. They see us slightly below pond slime, slightly below worms, below cockroaches, below frogs, a thing of interest. They don't regard us as worth anything. They would never sleep with us and we are also their food. They simply take the reproductive material. They steal people. They steal people and then they take the thing out of them and then seal the people up. And God says when the people wake up, they can feel they've been violated. He says there's, the people search their memory and that time is gone. They make you forget. They hold up three fingers like this. I saw in that it was a vision. I was not asleep. I had a vision for over an hour. They hold up three fingers like this and they made an entire town docile and lose the memory. The main alien was making a speech. He was speaking to the town. He was telling people, we will do this and we will do this. And the people were clapping in a frenzy. They were, yeah, they were agreeing and they had no idea what they were agreeing to. It was as if a tape was running in their minds. And as the tape was running, as they were hearing what the alien said, their brains were being erased. Why? Because that one alien was speaking and a single gray, not the short ones that you always see. The little men, there's nothing like that. There are some of them that are taller than the aisles in the supermarket. Have you seen the supermarket um, aisle dividers? Have you seen the shelves? There are grays that are taller than the shelves in the supermarkets. You know how Costco has that high roof. Their heads will go up to that roof. And what you will see above the supermarket shelves are their hands dangling down 
How far does your hand dangle down your body? One of those tall grays was standing behind the main gray and he held out a hand like this with three fingers. And as long as he held that hand up, he was emitting from his head something like a Wi-Fi signal. And it made the entire town blanked out. They were clapping for what they did not hear or understand. These are the things that humanity cannot wait. Send this video to anyone. Send it to your UFO friend. Tell them that Jesus Christ has another view of aliens, UFOs, Anunnakis, ancient Sumerians, Nephilim. Let them know that he who plays with his soul shall lose it because the devil is coming with these creatures and they play to win. If your pastor won't tell you, I will. The devil is coming with these beings and they play to win. Relentless, merciless, will commit crime. In the vision I saw that the police came and asked a ton of witnesses what happened here and not a single person could say anything. Not a single person had any recollection of what those aliens had done. They will come and say they want to live with people. They want to live with you. We want to share wisdom with you. We want to help you ascend to your higher self. Watch the children go missing. Children already go missing more of them will go missing. They will eat people. They will feed on the communities that allow them to live with them. People will be going missing and no one will know that you are inside the tummy of a gray because they see us as a food source. How can we in this day and age believe that Satan, Satan cast out of heaven for wickedness and presumptive evil? How can you ever believe that such a thing will ever give you even a hairpin for free? How can you believe United States of America, both president, government, past and present, all your letter agencies, your FBI and your CIA, and your other unknown space force things that have been there since before I was born. How can you ever believe in your folly that Satan will offer you a toothpick for free? The cost is always blood, blood and death. And the people are no wiser because it's advertised to them and it's made so amazing and made so mysterious that people feel there's something higher than their humanity. There is, there's higher evil and then there's God, higher good. And who doesn't love good? Who doesn't cling to good? Whoever calls evil good? It is just woe, W-O-E, woe for you. Woe unto you, woe unto you, America, for your myopia, for your greed, a split nation, schizophrenic. One half is hand in hand with Satan and the other half went to Harvard and went to fancy Ivy League. And you don't really believe in that stuff, do you? You don't have to believe in evil, America. Evil believes in you and the rest of the world will watch as those ships come over New York City and all the major city. And those ships are coming over every major city on earth. 
I have seen them. I shared the dream where I said that I was talking to a friend in Africa, telling him of what was going on. And I said, look outside your window. He looked outside the window and saw the ships and then was still looking at me with doubt. Imagine that you see evidence of something with your own eyes, but because you are stuck, cognitive dissonance, you look at the source. And I say this to my intercessor all the time. I told you the reason that many people cannot hear what I am saying. It's not because they don't understand the English that I speak. It is because every time you have to make a choice between your worldview and my mental health, you will always choose your worldview. It is easier to assume that there is something wrong with me than to accept that there is far more outside your understanding, that God has a much wider picture. Because if you are forced to enter the wider picture with the Holy Spirit, it means that you go naked. You can no longer be a crime scene Christian. You have to strip down and accept what the Father is saying. So that is the dreams. Both of these are from 2016, and I will stop the video here at this time. The prophecy is UFOs and aliens, skies, part two. I am Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice. The Master's Voice blog is available at www.the-masters-voice.com. You have this resource here on YouTube. You have the Spanish channel, Canal Profetico, La Voz del Señor, and uploads are currently going on only on BitChute and I think Rumble at the moment. So the videos are not as caught up as they are here, but still, if you are Spanish and you want to understand these messages in your own language, the resource is there. Look in the description box and you will also see where the Spanish language blog is. There are podcasts on Apple and Google, SoundCloud and Spotify, so you can move much faster through the material if you are listening by audio. This is just a suggestion. There are playlists. The playlists are themed subject matter that will help you gain a very full understanding. If you listen to them from the oldest to the newest, Russia and China playlist, the Sin series playlist, the repentance playlist, these things will round out your Christianity very greatly. And even if you are not a Christian, you will hear many things that will lead you to the understanding that you are not making it through the future times that are coming without Jesus Christ. Buddha's not going to get you through. Islam's not going to get you through. All flesh will realize that it is impossible to navigate the end times without salvation and the knowledge of Jesus Christ as Lord. So God bless you. Thank you for listening. And until I see you again, goodbye.